Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. You are listening to episode 40 of Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, The Power of Ritual Part 1. Hey, everybody, welcome back. And hey, are you on my newsletter? Have you subscribed? I send one out every Tuesday as part of Teacher Talk Tuesdays, and it's where I'm putting my best stuff. So you can sign up over at my website to get on that newsletter, www.thechrissyconcept.com. But let's talk about the power of ritual today. So recently, I was talking to some teaching colleagues and some friends about their classroom rituals, their back-to-school rituals, and I was amazed to hear that some of my friends don't have a personal ritual, something that they do in their morning or their evening that just makes their day go well. I was shocked. Now, ritual can mean many things to many people, and it's usually used in a religious or ceremonial context, and I'm not talking about that kind of ritual. I'm talking about the kind of daily work or even weekly work that just makes everything run smoothly. And as a lot of us head back to school after a summer of maybe vacation or some loosey-goosey time, why not get clear on your own rituals, return to them, or even create them if you don't have a morning or evening ritual? Now, the very first step is to notice what you're already doing. Because even if you say, Chrissy, no, I just let my time kind of happen in the morning, that's still a ritual. Even if you don't have a set of things that you do, I want you to look at what's already in your life. Because maybe it's time to create something intentional that is nurturing and supportive, but realistic for you. Okay, I'm going to share what I do. I wake up and grab some coffee. I meditate write anything, and move my body. Did you get those? I meditate, I write, I move my body. Now, these three things help my life and my brain stay sane. And in order, my husband says that I have to have these things, and I agree. And listen, let me show you how I use B- minus or C-plus work, real compassion to get these things done, and to stay in trust with myself because my day might be flexible, but my trust in myself is not. My own word is really important. I've got to get these three things in to make my day go well, but sometimes it looks like this. I try to program my coffee the night before, but it doesn't always happen. I like to meditate for 10 minutes using my meditation app, but let's get real. Sometimes all I can do is three deep breaths and that's okay. I like to do my own thought download, which can sometimes look like 
you know, 15 or 20 minutes, that's great. But I allow myself to do just one sentence. And then I love to move my body. Ideally, that's 45 minutes of a hike or a walk. But I also allow for just one downward dog. It just depends. My day might be flexible, but my trust in myself is not. And this was not always the way, my friends, before I learned the very thought tools I use with my clients and use with you. I used to have a very destructive morning habit ritual of scrolling on Facebook or YouTube first thing in the morning. And once I opened my laptop or flicked it on, I knew my morning was over. On a weekend, I might be in front of a screen for hours until some external trigger or appointment kicked me off of it. For in the morning, it was getting to school during the sort of Monday through Friday. That's how addicted I was to that habit. And when I realized that this early morning screen time was just not serving me, I would try to plan a workout for myself and start simply with a walk. But I found myself just skipping my workout with thoughts like, it doesn't matter, five more minutes, I'll do it later. But it does matter. There is a big cost on giving up on yourself. And this cycle made me feel awful because I was always letting myself down and letting down that part of myself that made that plan in the first place. And I believe my work and the work I do in coaching is all about connecting our trust in our own word and showing up deeply for ourselves to trust what you're going to say and what you're going to do. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about how to create a ritual for yourself that using realism and that kind of, you know, B minus C plus work I was talking about because it is everything. Okay, stay tuned for the next episode. I'll see you back here for episode 41, The Power of Ritual, part two. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.